Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A Dadsnet original podcast. Welcome, gentlemen, to the Loose Dads podcast. This is Loose Dads from the Dadsnet. Some dads sitting around and chatting about dad stuff. On the way, Loose Trumps, where we find out who's winning or losing parenting this week. We'll look inside the news. One massive story this week that we have to cover. And we have a question from a Dadsnet member who wants to know the answer to a parenting-related question, which we will attempt to answer a little bit later on. The panel today, if they were Microsoft products, you would have... Brad as Microsoft Word. He's got all the words. He tells the story. That's what he does. Hello, Brad. Uh, hello, Jim. Thank you very much for that introduction. Um, but what the listeners out there w- wouldn't have heard is that it took you a good three times to get this right. So, oh, there is um, no need to bring that yeah. up. Oh, guys, does that make Jim spell check? <laughs> <laughs> no, Brad just popped up like that little paper clip on. I was goes, just about to say, yeah, looks that, like you're and, trying to do a podcast. But that you can't a, speak. That <laughs> annoying little paperclip. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. Sorry about that, Jim. But I just wanted people to know, no, no. as, no, no, as no. professional as you are, that you two do make mistakes. Well, Brad, that that was a little bit annoying. What was worse was Sparky has nicked the punchline of the whole thing. So. Oh, Jim. Jim, we should have talked oh, this through. Sparky. I, do you know what I am? And if we're at Microsoft, I'm the dun. Just fuck your stuff. I was going to be kind. Sparky, I was going to call you PowerPoint. To see oh, your visual hey. representation of things that are going on. <laughs> You've got Jack there. He's like Excel. He's making all the technical stuff seem so easy. Oh. That's what he's doing. This was a heartwarming, bringing together, nice. enveloping, lovely, all loving kind of intro to this show. And uh, what are you, Jim? Well, I was going to do a paperclip, but that's... Oh, Oh, Jim... (laughs) Jim, are you uh, spouting out Microsoft products because you've had the AstraZeneca jab? Uh, that is 100% what has happened today. And that is, <laughs> is that then? I think that also might explain why I managed to screw up the start of the show at least twice. <laughs> Guys, don't get the jab. It's, there's proof. You can't speak. Ladies and Not gentlemen, today's episode of Loose Dads is proudly brought to you by Bill Gates. <laughs> but on a serious note, do get a subscription to uh, Office 365. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get on with the show. This is Loose Trumps. It's where we ask a question with a numerical answer and the person with the 
It's either the highest or the lowest answer wins. This week, I'm going to go with... Oh, let's go with highest. Okay, the highest wins on this one. And that is, who has the most Amazon parcels on their way to their house as we speak? I'm going to go to Brad. Brad, do you have any uh, Amazon deliveries on the way? Drum roll, please, guys. Drum roll. Yeah. Zilcho. <laughs> Absolutely none. <laughs> I can't, I, you, you know what? Who right? has none? No, I, I am so, so bad. Like, I I am emotionally tied into purchases. Like, when I get paid, I'm like, oh, cool. I need to go and buy something. Not necessarily that I need it. I just feel that I need, I should just buy something just so I can make, like, just a random purchase. <laughs> and within, like, five days after being paid... I am like as broke as hell. So <laughs> currently, guys, if I look at my bank balance, there is 27p in there, which couldn't get me naffle. But at least but you're have you noticed? Yes. Have you noticed how good Brad's voice is sounding with his microphone? Yeah. That he bought just after the day? Case and points. <laughs> well, Jack, how about you then? How many have you got on the way? Okay, so it's an increase from Brad. Just two. Ooh, nice. What we what we looking at? What guitar stuff are we looking at? Yeah, some plectrums and a stand. <laughs> uh, oh, I wish it. I wish it was that exciting. Uh, it's a 1,000 pf or a set of 10 1,000 pf capacitors um, for some alternative Telecaster switching options. Oh yes, naturally. Um, and some 22 AWG braided cloth wire um, for you know wiring up the harnesses. I told you it was XL. I told you it was XL. I was spot on. Wow. It's the hobby that interests no one. Uh-huh. <laughs> you, you seem to be enjoying yourself, though, Jack. And that's the best thing, isn't well, it? I, I, I got the other, the other question, though. Does your missus know about these purchases? Luckily, electrical components like that are dirt cheap. I think I paid about £1.29 for the 10 capacitors. Nice. So So £1.29 for the 10. So that's 12. So I could technically buy two capacitors with my 27. (laughs) Stop showing off, Brad. Old Rockefeller over there. Wait, send me the link so I can at least just make a purchase. (laughs) So how many two of mine? I don't need 10. How many flux capacitors are you getting? Yes. (laughs) Um, I've got one parcel on the way at the moment. Um, It's an ironing board, so... That's less exciting than mine. Oh, yes, absolutely. (laughs) But way out of Brad's league at the moment <laughs> you guys I have are a putting me to shame <laughs> i do have a feeling that we're going to be trumped by sparky sparky you strike me you do strike me and he's shaking his head no you strike I'm... me as someone with a massive cue <laughs> i've actually literally if i just look up look it up my uh d- arriving today because i do get excited i love it when you get a little notification on the alexa say it's a yellow and it says arriving today I think I've got the two most dad purchases arriving today, and it's it's what what twenty to nine. So they must be in my porch by the time I go down after recording. So boxes um, and slippers, or boxes no, and soap. No, two dad perch. Get this right. Now I'm going to sound like the most the most I've sounded like a dad or daddy um, in a long time. 
Got some new drill bits for my jigsaw because yeah, managed to break uh, the, my drill bit. My drill bit, and I also have got a garden incinerator, one of them steel bins nice. to burn off some old yes. bushing. Yes. Um, nice. I had so. one of those, but then my builders had actually put too much petrol in it and it ended up melting <laughs> is that advice for how I use mine I've got them in a fair bit of don't don't hey if they're looking for a uh, modern day jackass they could get the four of us <laughs> <laughs> your petrol incinerator we could do da- something with the ironing board yeah dadass <laughs> hey it could work it's copyright that more or, or, or boring or, version or as per as per a couple of pods ago jack's ass Oh, I don't need that flashback. <laughs> Shaved! <laughs> it's a sad sort of indictment of where we are with lockdown, and we will talk about this a little bit later on. That we have all, in the last few weeks, ordered plenty of stuff off Jeff Bezos, a man who does not need any more oh, money, let's no. face it. Well, just, don't don't you hate it when Amazon tries to tries to get you in trouble as well or send you that little notification? Hi, Jack. We thought you might like a new guitar. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Amazon. Yes. Do you know what though? Amazon is getting they're getting crafty. We've got the Alexa with the screen on it, and um, it actually came up the other day. It says, "Oh, Mark, it seems like." It's about time you ordered some more wet wipes. And then I went to the drawer where we keep the wet and wipes. And you needed wet wipes. And I needed wet wipes. And I was like, Jeff, stop watching me. Uh. <laughs> it's a fairly safe bet with any parent of a small child. Isn't it? You're always <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> stop tracking my purchase history. Oh God, I would love to be shopping more local. I would happily go out and shop in the shops locally, actually see the people. And I can now. I can lick people's faces now. I've had the injection. <laughs> oh, very so, true. Um, very actually, true. Why don't I go and do that? Yeah. <laughs> well, let us know how you get on with that, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> Sparky, can I just pick up on something? Go on. I don't want to call your dad credentials into uh, into question here, but are you going to use drill bits in your jigsaw? Sorry, no, what I meant was, what's them bits called? I don't know. Like This is it. I almost Jig- sounded dad. Jigsaw so. blades. Blades. Jigsaw blades. Okay, that's it, guys. Well, you know, it's like a drill bit. It goes into that endy bit that you twist around to get it in there. I'm sure that's the technical term. Uh, and then, yeah. I, I just had these images of you like ramming the wrong thing in there, going, "This will work." <laughs> and that basically is me doing DIY. But hey, we all get through our own way, Jack, and that's, that's fine. That's I think we, I, I, we lost the DIY dads a while ago, didn't we? The DIY dads are all turned off in disgust. Like, Look at, listen to these guys. They've never done a thing in. Their life. <laughs> Out of curiosity, Sparky, what are you going to be DIYing? Jigsaw. Well, okay, I'm really proud of this. It's something I was. Um, okay, so this is again a sign of how tight I am. Uh, there's a few things that need doing in the garden. Like uh, I need the decking, some of the decks, um, some of the deck boards. Boards? Yeah, some of the deck boards <laughs> have snapped through because they've just got soggy and sodden over time. And I managed to just cut out the bits of the deck that are broken and repair them by watching a YouTube video, right? Nice. Someone quoted me to do that and chop a bit of bush down in my garden. 600 quid. I went, <laughs> no, mate. No, this is it. I'm going to do 600 quid's worth of work. So I've been in the bush today cutting it down. Um, and all, yeah, and I'm going to burn that in my little bin and I've got my nice. jigsaw for chopping up the deck. I pretty much taught myself my job on YouTube and now I charge £600. <laughs> <laughs> hey! 
I mean, yeah. I mean, I know we're supposed to be helping out local businesses, but when you're this tight, you're like, no, I'll do it myself for 600 quid, mate. <laughs> what, what, Has anyone what? ever done, done that? Had to blag kind of uh, something by watching that as, as part of your job? Jack, you did that. I had to do that. When I, um, I finished in radio and I couldn't find another job and I went to work in an office and they said, you can use Excel, can't you? And I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> I couldn't. So anytime I had a job, I like spent the first 10 or 15 minutes going, just Google this. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> and then eventually, a few months in, this woman turned around and went, oh, Jim, you're pretty good at Excel, aren't you? And I was like, yes, I've successfully planned it. <laughs> just you give me so 10 minutes helpful. when you... Give me 10 minutes when you're not looking at my computer so I can just get ready for this task, please. <laughs> I was I was head of creative for an agency and a client asked us, do you do animation in a meeting? I went, yeah, yeah, of course we do, yeah. I went back to the office, taught myself how to animate. <laughs> oh. That's and if you would like to employ Jack to do some work <laughs> after that recommendation... <laughs> Uh, I can is... learn how to do anything, mate. I, I, tell, I tell you what, though, because um, we've got this project going on for work and we need to find a, um, a 3D artist um, to create like a oh, 3D yeah. world in, in, in an Unreal. Do you do, you do Unreal? <laughs> unreal environment. <laughs> um, YouTube videos? Do, honestly, so <laughs> I, I went and I, and I uh, was watching these YouTube videos on, you'll know Blender. Um, yeah. But basically it's a, a 3D compositing piece of software guys where you can create like these 3d scenarios and realms and, and environments and honestly dude like i don't have a an artistic bone in my body i just watch these <laughs> videos and i'm like yeah that looks easy enough and then like i sit down and try and do it and go yeah you can't quite create you can't turn stick people into 3d objects this just doesn't work <laughs> i can't do I, it dude honestly I, I once i once sat down to do a blender tutorial sorry this might be getting a bit niche for this podcast but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one's listening after the disgust over the gonna... diy stuff we're on our own anyway so yeah. just yeah. Carry I, on. I sat i sat down to do a blender tutorial on how to create this 3d monkey head that's on fire and i was like god if i could do that that'd be wicked and i watched this whole tutorial and it turns out you just press a button and it puts a <laughs> monkey head on fire in the scene i was like oh Okay. <laughs> Some guy just went doing long-winded YouTube videos. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's exactly. enough of them, mate. Enough of them. That is my problem with YouTube t- tutorials. Any tutorial, whether it's the just the nonsense before. Hey guys, I really like to do this. this to me, and it's really nice. How do I do it? Oh yeah, just press that. I mean, you always find you always find that one hero. There's two heroes on YouTube. Is the one that has the top comment where the person says go to here for this go to here for this go to here for this so you're like oh great I don't need to watch the first 32 minutes of this before that or it is the person that uploads their video and they put the chapter markers in the timeline yeah those are You're the, the real, real MVPs. Heroes. Yeah, the real 100%. <laughs> the real heroes. And while we're here, people who write recipes online, do the bit where you talk about your childhood after the recipe, because I just want to see how to make the jam tarts. That's all. I understand SEO. I understand the need for it. I don't care about yeah. any of that stuff. This is Loose Dads from Dadsnet. On the way, we're going to be looking at the big news story of the week. This is Joe. Hi. Joe secretly recorded her boyfriend and turned it into a podcast. You can hear clips you'll relate to like this. When's my birthday? The 12th. No. It's the, the 10th of 
No. It's, it's December. Yep. I'm sure it's the 10th or the 12th. No, it's neither. 11th? No. It's the 8th of December. No, it's not. <laughs> You're winding me up. When is your birthday? <laughs> Search I Secretly Recorded My Boyfriend wherever you get your podcasts. This is Loose Dads from Dad's Net. It's four dads sitting around talking about dad stuff. Cool dad stuff, right? I mean, during the break. <laughs> Always. The phrase composite decking was used. So. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the stuff you never hear on the actual podcast. That's the no. stuff we save for later. Patreon, get on it. Well, the, um, the common man like like myself said composite decking and then Jim jumped in with anti-disestablishmentarianism. So. Yes. <laughs> How long do you think the break is? How many adverts do you think we've sold? <laughs> uh, it's time to look inside the news. Uh, this is where we look at the big stories of the week, and normally we each bring a story to the table. There's only one really big story this week that I, I think we kind of should um, should cover, and that is the fact that uh, the day we recorded this, Tuesday the 23rd of March, is a year to the day since the first lockdown in England began and uh, I commemorated that by getting my Covid jab, which is it seems hey, ridiculous. It's appropriate. Yeah, Happy it's anniversary, makes, guys! It makes me feel quite old as well because I've I've got it, and I was surprised to get the text. I'm 42, right? I don't I didn't think they were getting round to the 42 year olds. <laughs> they, um, I mean, well done the well done the NHS. Well, they've done yeah. a great job. The thing is, though, I'm still don't know whether it was a scam because <laughs> <laughs> no, right? Stay All with right. me. <laughs> We had to go, I had to go, me and the missus, we had to go 15 miles away to Skipton to get it done. And when we were there, they knew that the, we were from our village um, practice. And everyone there was like, oh, you're from this practice, you're from this practice, yeah. And we saw loads of people from the village that we knew. And it's like, has someone invented this to get everyone out of the village so they could go robbing houses? <laughs> oh. And ours is fine when we got back. But we had nothing good to nick. So I'm going to, I'm going to, see on the, I'm going to be on the village Facebook later on for people going, Tell you where had the telly nicked? Well, well um, you, think, like, you think someone came in, had a look around, and went, Nah, not this one. In fact, <laughs> right, in fact, yeah. in fact, Jim went home and found more stuff in his house yeah. than when he had previously <laughs> left. Oh, these these people need a little bit of help. <laughs> so, anyway, so that's kind of that's a year now, a year of lockdowns, of restrictions. There's been some horrific things. There have been some positives amongst that as well. What has it been like for everybody? Sparky, what's your lockdown been like? I feel um, like I'm one of the lucky ones in terms of I've had time to reflect. I've had a time when I had a newborn baby, basically. like Jackson was born last January. So it's a time where you're going to want to be indoors a bit more and you're going to be wanting to, you know, stay in and you're going to have to be in because you're protecting your newborn. And I kind of had that along with lockdown. So it was a bit of a blessing because it was a distraction. I didn't have time to get wound up or frustrated at, at lockdown. Well, I did. But you know what I mean? I didn't have time mm. to properly get wound up in my head about it because I had a baby to focus on who needed my attention all the time. So that bit was good. Um, I don't know. How do I feel in my life? Like, I feel different <laughs> about the world. I do. I feel like I care less about impressing people and I care less about... 
Well, I, actually, I care more about the people inside my house because that affects me more mm. than all of this other nonsense that I was really getting into believing was important to me. Um, and yeah, uh, it's it's been a difficult year. Is I miss my mum. I realised, like, even as a thirty-six-year-old man, I still need to cuddle my mum sometimes and just need her to just you know give me that ridiculously over-the-top squeeze and. <laughs> You, but you know, your mum does that to you, don't you? And you're like, when you've gone yeah. six months without that, you kind of go, oh, all right, yeah, actually, I think I need a mum hug. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's been a very difficult year and it's been a lot harder for a lot of other people. So I'm thankful for the decision. I'm thankful for the position I'm in through getting through lockdown. Um, and I think that's pretty much all I've got to say about that. Well, I, I, think I think there's definitely something in that, you know, protect your tribe thing. It, it feels like our... Oh, our unit of four here has just got stronger and stronger because we've just been, you know, in each other's company all day, every <laughs> <Yeah>. day, <laughs> which has been great and all day, every day. Um, I, I think for me, weirdly, the first lockdown was a bit of a highlight. Looking back on it now, yeah, the first lockdown was like a novelty and, you know, work slowed down a bit. So there was time to go for these walks and discover all these locations. And it was, you know, it was spring, summer, nice weather. You're yeah. going and finding all these different places you've not seen. You know, it's the first time you've been on that local walk. And and it was quite nice. Um, got some money from the government. That was quite nice as a Thank self-employed you. person. Not as much as I was supposed to get. You know, we'll have a word about that, HMRC. But, um, <laughs> you know, there was, it was a novelty. Completely sick of it now. Now everyone knows you work all hours of the day. You know, oh, Did, <laughs> everyone no knows you can't escape. Yeah, yeah, you can't so say oh, like, I'm commuting then, so I can't do it. Yeah, mm. exactly. Yeah, so know. it feels like deadlines are sort of just getting pushed a little bit, you know. Um, but you know, from a work perspective, what else did we have in lockdown? Potty training. We did Ooh. potty training in lockdown. That's See, intense. you've been able to give that the attention just it deserves stuff. because you've been indoors, like because you've yeah. been. Yeah. I mean, I know you have had been, if I remember, you've been in Zoom meetings and your kid did a poo in their hand and gave, <laughs> tried, tried to give it to you. <laughs> it's, it's been interesting, but you're right. At least I've been here for it. Um, and then the other thing you said, Sparky, was reflection. And I mentioned it the other week. Lockdown and this last year pushed me to my very edge um, in terms of my mental health. And getting to that point is what made me take stock of it, realize what was happening and get help. Mm. And so if I hadn't have had this last year, I probably would just be carrying on as I have been for the last 10, 12 years. Yeah. Um, so, so that's huge for me. You know, I feel like I'm leaving lockdown in a much better place than I came into it. And again, I feel really fortunate because that's not the place a lot of people are in. And it's interesting that, you know, we can find positives from lockdown, but also positives that come out of negatives that come out of negatives. It's yeah. like, yeah. It's, kind of, it's such a complicated web, isn't it, really? Yeah, but, it really uh, is. Yeah, I mean, like for me, like when the first lockdown kicked off, as you say, the weather was great. And um, I spent a lot of time outside and I was doing a lot of my own DIY, you know, digging up and, and laying cement and stuff like that. And then if you fast forward four or five months from that, we had builders around who just 
broke down everything I did anyway, so it was pointless. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> pointless. Kept you busy though, didn't it, Brad? It kept you busy. It did, but then it also made me realize just how unfit I am. <laughs> That's the scary thing. Hey, you're not here for full graft yet. Like you can do, you can vid- video edit the ass out of a video. That's but- it. Bricklaying's not your forte, mate. <laughs> not everyone has it. to be good at everything, do they? No, no. Um, It'd be f- nice if I could find something I was good at at all, but ain't <laughs> 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 yes, um, But for me, the, the, the whole lockdown thing, it's been... I mean, I, it's bittersweet. I mean, I, I, I love the fact that I've been able to see so much of my kids and then I don't like the fact that I've been able to see so much of my kids at the same time it's it's tricky I mean it, it does make me realize that I I need my own space uh, as a person to operate and function mm-hmm. and I think it's not healthy for the kids to always be around me because I, I worry that sometimes that might impact how confident they become when it comes to dealing with people outside, you know. Um, so it's, it's... How it's, do you mean? Like, you're difficult to deal with and they'll think everyone's like you. <laughs> thanks, <laughs> thanks, Jack. Thanks. No, no. When it comes to being a dad, I'm a sweetheart. No. Um, it's It's more like... Because they're missing out on all of that school and all of that interaction and, and you know, right. building those, those uh, socializing and developing that mental part of themselves. That's the part that I, I really worry about. And obviously when it was being, you know, when we were down to all of the homeschooling, I was, I was really worried that they were falling behind and things like that. So lockdown for me has been bittersweet. I mean, it will probably never, I mean, hopefully once this malarkey is all behind us, we'll, we'll never have a an opportunity again where we could all be so close at home together spend mm. as much time as we have together which is a beautiful thing but part of me feels like that that's also detrimental in ways um as you say for like your mental psyche as well for me mm. it, it 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 affects my mental state um but yeah it's it's I'm over it. That's all I can say. I, <laughs> yeah. I'm so, like everyone, yeah. I'm so over it. I just, I kind of, uh, as we've said this before, I, I totally miss the lives we had before. I would, I would give anything to go and do some traveling, you know, to go, go mm. and see some places around the world and go share those experiences mm. with the kids. But without the worry of anything like a mask or social distancing, yeah. just to yeah, forget yeah, all yeah. of that, just for like the holiday and just be like, yeah. Well, like, oh. f- like for instance, like this, this past weekend, um, you know, Shay's brother got married in South Africa and because of COVID and because of the restrictions of travel to SA and, and because like the, we had to reapply for our South African passports and it's, we still haven't got them back, dude. And it's been gone for, going on for ages because their departments have closed down due to COVID. Mm. So we couldn't get anything our passports to go there but even if we did would we allowed to be you know jump on a plane to go there is this restriction i don't know what the restrictions are still there well yeah but you would have come back and had to have quarantined and then spend spend like two grand each to quarantine for 14 Mm. days and it's just like there's just so many things but in the grander scheme of of things in life we're all we're all healthy and we're all alive and i know a lot of people have sadly um, had to say goodbye to their loved ones, which is horrific, and they haven't been able to mm. say goodbye in in the way that they could do or they they need, should I say? Um, but yeah, that's enough rambling from me. 
I'm just, uh, <laughs> I'm just, Jim, yeah. yeah, I just don't know Jim. anymore. <laughs> what about chipper upbeat Jim though? Like, because I mean, <laughs> how have you coped through the year, oh. mate? Uh, you know, like everyone, it's, it's. The, I'd be intrigued to know if anyone's at all found a great balance, because what Brad was saying and and Jack was saying about personal space is interesting. I was talking to a friend of mine. He's my best mate, and he he lives on his own. And so for a year, he's been on his own in his flat. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about what you will take in a few years' time when we look back on this year, what will you take from it? And he's like, well, I guess it was the time that I had a lot of space and time to myself, which is the opposite of, I guess, all three of us, <laughs> all four of us, because, you know, it, it's completely the opposite. Yeah. But there's probably a balance somewhere in the middle there, isn't there? But, you know, that's something that people can't really do in lockdown so i'd be intrigued to find out if anyone had yeah just the right amount of time with my family but just the right amount of time to go and read a book or you know just climb a mountain or whatever it is that people want to do i think i bought a book i bought a book in lockdown oh well there you go i I have really i would love to read more books but since having kids it just there's no time i I, i've I, i don't read books guys i don't like my brain is constantly like I can never really focus that's why sometimes you'll find like when I start an idea I might just start jumping to another idea because my brain's just always <laughs> ticking over it's like if I read a book when I'm reading the the, the page I will have to consciously s- say words in my brain like okay there was a man who because by the time I get to the end my brain's already been thinking about 10 other things and I go what did I actually, what, what, what was happened? that page about what was that one page about and then I'll go I don't actually know then I have to start again so for me it would take two or three reads before I've actually read the bloody thing and I tried once I tried so hard on J.R.R. Tolkien's Lord of the Rings and by the third page with reading how he was describing water droplets on leaves I couldn't go through with the guys the only book I've ever read as an adult that, that I can say is the autobiography for Anthony Kiddus and that had pictures in it Who's the singer for Red or Chili Peppers? <laughs> I, I was going to say maybe maybe Lord of the Rings wasn't the right trilogy yeah. to start on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, I know, it was there. I just I was like, oh, maybe I'll give it a whirl. I've seen the films. Let's just see the difference between the films and the and the book. And, uh, yeah, the bo- books are wordier. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what. As soon as uh, as soon as my kids leave home, so probably only another like fourteen years, that I have got a stack of books I am going to get. Uh, one of the things I've um, I, I've noticed this uh, lockdown, this last year, I guess, of of the pandemic, is that um, I quite like Joe Wicks. That's what I've Whoa. I've realised. Yeah, no. because he's had a lot of hate, and I think it's yeah, it's not very nice. Yeah, like you see, he's I just thought, trying to do I, a good thing for your kids. I thought before lockdown, he'd always sort of come across as a bit smarmy. And then we started doing the PE with Joe in uh, in the first bit where he did that. And I was like, oh, he's a nice bloke, actually. And he's doing this good thing and he's raising money for charity and he's doing all this. And then ever since that sort of finished, I've been doing Joe Wick's things pretty much every weekday. And yeah. I've been running every day as well. And I've the fittest I've ever been in my life. And that is because of this pandemic. I guess that that is probably because i've been that's that's my kind of personal space i guess i get to go out for Mm. you know at least 10 or 15 minutes usually longer hopefully every day and just get out there yeah you've 
this kind of running challenge that I'm doing, you do at least a mile. And so if days like today when it's just been a, lo- a long day and uh, I just want to get it done, I'll just do a mile. And then I might do three tomorrow, I might do five or six at the weekend. It's been good. I've, I've run a couple of half marathons this lockdown. I have to say, Jim, I think you're probably the opposite to most people in the country then if you've <laughs> if you're the fittest you've ever been after Genuinely. lockdown my god i'm I the am... fattest i've ever been yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and don't get me wrong i would be a lot fitter if i did stop eating all the treats but i've done the same sort of treat eating as people have but i've also done all this i mean i'm trying to go at it really hard at both ends really then. You, you know you know what though fair play to you jim because um i mean that that, that takes a lot of dedication to actually you know put your mind and say, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to do some exercise and stick to it. Like when the, the first lockdown happened and, you know, Joe Weeks came up with his Monday to Friday PE regimes for the kids, you know, I was so thankful for him because at that point he gave me a reason to look forward to the weekends again. <laughs> so I, that I was like Joe Wicks is my best friend because now Saturday and Sunday I don't have to get up for nine thirty and do this exercise with my kids and die, you know. We tried it once. We tried it once. Two toddlers just don't give a shit they're just running around the place out of the room it's just me and danny in the living room to be fair to the kids they, they did they stuck it out for a good few weeks and they'd always do the fancy dress friday but then they stopped doing it they went and played and stuff yeah. and it was mainly just me and the missus <laughs> and now it's just me it's just me every day and I, I do it when the kids have gone and uh and the postman's walking by going what the hell is he doing yeah. in there <laughs> doing burpees in his living room what's going on uh, well, i've just on a friday yeah, yeah. Why is he dressed as a dragon? <laughs> but yeah, that's um yeah, it, it's just it's something that I never thought. Like I'd always sort of enjoyed running a bit, but never sort of anything else. But I've got kind of like muscles appearing in parts of my arm that I never knew there were muscles. It's <laughs> nice, really weird. Nice, it's nice, mate, nice. But um but yeah, but apart from that, obviously it's been really rubbish. <laughs> and I never really realised how much I enjoyed just, you know, weekends where we'd just go, Oh, let's just go out and yeah. there's loads of places around here to just go and visit and you know, there's some nice walks and we're really lucky there's a good variety of them, so we're not getting bored of the same one. But still I just, I just wanna go to like a like a kids museum and have a coffee and a nice cafe and you know mm. and just have some fun like that again. Yeah. Sea Life Centre. I want to go to a oh, Sea Life Centre. Yes. I want to go to the seaside. I'm so landlocked here that, you mm. know, love to just go to see the seas at some point. Yeah. We've all had enough of parks. They're bloody lovely. But we <laughs> like, they are really nice. But yes, we need to go to places again. My, my hope is that by doing this segment of this podcast, we haven't just jinxed ourselves and we'll be here in 12 months time oh, doing the God. second anniversary of, of lockdown. Uh, well, you've said it now, Jack. So if it does happen, we know which one <laughs> oh, is getting well, a battery. Well, well, don't worry. We, what, what we can be confident in is the fact that if that does happen, we will return and Jim will be looking like Arnold Schwarzenegger. And I will definitely resemble the marshmallow monster from Ghostbusters. <laughs> Um, and that, that's a, that's a definite. So, I mean, like for for me, one of the one of the things, the improvements for me with uh, my physique and in lockdown is that I have now probably officially been upgraded to a B cup. 
Oh, congratulations. And they're beautiful, Brad. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Silver linings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Light and shade. (laughs) (laughs) This is Loose Dads from Dadsnet. On the way, we'll be answering a question put to us by a member of the Dadsnet Facebook group. Don't you just hate it when it's a bright sunny day and the sun is in your eyes and you wish you had a trucker hat to shade them? And then when it's freezing cold and your ears are like little ice cubes on the side of your head or you're running in like just an ordinary t-shirt and it feels like ordinary instead of a specific running technical t-shirt. Or when you, this is the worst one, when you nip into the shops and you forget your face covering, that's annoying. Anyway, you can solve all these problems with the brand new Dad's Net merch. Trucker hats, beanie hats, tech running tees, face masks, and loads more. Shop now at dadsnet.shop. This is Dadsnet. It's the Loose Dads. It's me, it's Brad, it's Sparky, it's Jack, and we're talking about the big question of the week posed by a member of the Dadsnet group. The big question of the week. The big question of the week. If you are not already a member of the Dad Snake groups on Facebook, get on there. There are private groups for having a bit of a chat. Uh, getting advice, having a bit of a rant, whatever. There's uh, activity-based groups to uh, meet up with like-minded dads. There are location-based groups, so you can meet up once all this is over with people in your local area who you've got something in common with. And uh, we take a question from one of those groups every week and have a bit of a chat about it and usually come to the conclusion that there's no one particular answer. But we'll see how we go. We'll see how we go with Steve from the Dad's Net Group's question. He says, I don't know if we've got any kind of appropriate music, but uh, how do you keep the magic alive with your partner after having kids? Which is, imagine how he said it. Yes. How do you keep the magic alive? Um, Brad, come on then. Come on then, Brad. <laughs> the resident sex part. Hey, wait, yeah. Whoa. Um, wow. How do you keep the magic alive? Um, I think for myself, it's don't ever set yourself for an expectation that the magic would always be the same. Um, obviously, when you do have kids, life does change. I think you become busier as individuals. So you got to accept that you're not going to have quite the same time or the same drive that you used to have. Uh, so I think number one is acceptance, Steve. Accept <laughs> I like that voice, Brad. It really sounds nice in your new microphone, by the Thank way. You. Thank you very much, Sparky. All a bit uh, midnight caller now, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling um, a bit tingly. Brad, come on, calm it down a bit. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's just... It's also, you got to remember that you've got to find ways to show your partner that you're still attracted to them. Because, I mean, whether it is a man or a woman, it's having a child and with life getting so busy, you you, 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 can't, you don't look after yourself as much unless you're Jim. Um, and then, <laughs> like, you, you, you don't feel attractive. So it's... One of the key things I would say is to always remind your partner of how attracted you are to them. That is great advice. Um, 
And also, that's what people want. That's what that's what she wants, especially yeah. after having a baby and things like that. Mm-hmm. Like I'll jump in and say that, Brad. Like, yeah. I think that even if you don't think they look any different, you're like, well, I still love you the same. You're still the same. That, that you need to exaggerate how much in their direction you still feel the same because they have got negative thoughts in their mind. I mean, exactly the hormones and the things like that. You know, they they start pushing them, and so that's why it's important to do what you're saying. Yeah, and I think a lot, the last point for me is to try and avoid becoming schedule. Love makers, <laughs> like don't Wednesday be like Wednesday night yeah. is business night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Well, don't worry, love. Tues- Tuesdays, Tues- Tuesdays, I've got me podcast with the blokes, and Wednesdays we're off knocking boots. You know. Um, yeah. Nine PM on the dot. Finish nine oh one. Talk openly about it, and also talk about each other's fantasies, and see if you know you can introduce some of that into your bedtime Ooh. bedtime hey. regime. Hey, bringing it That's in it. a bit of the bondage. Yeah, you know, that's well, why Brad's yeah. got his uh, his Thor outfit and he carries around his hammer. Yeah. And, yeah. 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 and that's, we know that, it's that's what he calls time. it. That's yeah. what he calls it. Yeah. Brad's hammer. I, lo- I look down and I go, Mjolnir. <laughs> Jack, go on then. Give us your, your pearls of wisdom. So I've spoken before, I think around Valentine's Day, I spoke about our date nights that we have where we sort of set mm. the, the... Those are brilliant. Dining room in the conservatory... Um, we set that up as a, a little restaurant and we get a takeaway or, uh, you, you know, even an M&S dine-in, two for whatever it is. Um, something like that where you don't have to really think about it. You can just have a few glasses of wine. We make cocktails. We light candles. We dress up nice so that, a bit like what you were saying, Brad, to remind ourselves that we can feel nice. Yes. That yes. we don't just wear tracksuit bottoms or all the time 100% like, we, and there's psychology behind that in the dude. wardrobe yes yeah, exactly. 100% psychology behind that yeah. I've got an aftershave you know yeah yeah. make sure my head's not too fuzzy kiwi you know <laughs> give it a nice clean shave and uh, <laughs> jobs are good Beat your balls <laughs> and your, your, bat, your, your, your crack as well That's it. yeah no sometimes though however hard you try they come out a bit kiwi though don't they like, <laughs> <laughs> unless you leave the, the V on too long and then well, we, we found out what happened to Jack yeah, a couple yeah, of yeah, pods yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> sad sad stay listen you know, to last week's episode for my, more. my head's a bit like a giant testicle is that what you're telling me <laughs> yes <laughs> well you said so. it mate <laughs> are you calling That's him a dickhead it's the big vein on the side, isn't it, that does it? <laughs> That's what he put in the private WhatsApp group you're not a member of. So, uh, <laughs> Jim, that's ours. Oh, okay, yeah. The other, um, the other thing I was going to say, and apologies to any of my family or my wife's family that might be listening, maybe just skip ahead a few seconds, is remember to be generous mm-hmm. as a romantic partner. I, so, I tend I, to find you that helps keep the magic. So are you are, are, are you are you suggesting that our listeners out there should be cunning linguists? <laughs> I, yeah, that's what I did in uh, Korean, isn't it? I I yeah. thought he meant um, I thought he meant make a donation to Comic Relief. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, love. I made a I made a donation of twenty three pounds to Comic Relief. Can we? Uh, Go have a shag. As long, as long as you're clear that it was to comic relief and you don't just say, I've got 23 pounds. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, she says, well, I look down your pants and that is comic relief. <laughs> um, Sparky, how about you? Um, I mean, 
I don't know. I feel like echoing just what the boys have said there, really. Um, I definitely agree. Like, I don't think SJ's better at this than me is she always puts on perfume. She always makes the effort. Like she had a Zoom the other night with some work colleagues. And I know this has got nothing to do with us keeping the magic alive, but it has. Because even on her Zoom with her workmates, she got her dress on. She did her makeup. She straightened her hair. And even her friends were like, whoa, SJ, what are you doing? She's like, hey, got to make an effort when you get those moments. And those little pops uh are great because then I'm like oh yeah Jesus you're hot and then that sparks <laughs> off it, it does though and you're uh, like whoa who are you <laughs> because yeah and I, even with what we've had Jackson like nearly 15 months now and it is so different to how it was when we were, went before he was around you know because we had all our freedom we loved going on holidays together and it was just all about us and so yeah now it's really important to to still remind each other how much we fancy each other and how much we like each other, as well as as being parents, you know. Yeah. Um, and for me, a good old safe bet always to keep the intimacy for me is a foot rub at all points, at all points, like on the sofa. You like, if I, you like a foot rub, do you? I love a foot rub. No, no, no. <laughs> Whenever I'm on the sofa, though, and if she's, <laughs> if she's on the sofa sitting next to me, I'll always grab her feet and give her a foot rub. I've not got no weird foot thing, but I just think... It's a cliche, isn't it? Almost. Like, do, oh. do, do, do you have one way to kill the mood. This little piggy going into the market. Oh, I'm ready for or, this little piggy. Or, or round and round the garden. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, that one is also a key signifier because you know you can you can sometimes see if the lights are on or off. If you know what I mean. You give her a foot rub and you know whether you're going to sleep quickly that night or <laughs> might try nudger in the back. I mean, anyway, guys, there's my advice. <laughs> you know what I mean. You all know what I mean. I think also just like, lastly, just to echo kind of what Jack was saying is not everything has to always end in sex. Uh, yeah, and I guess that's not what always keeping the magic alive necessarily has to mean. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, I'm sorry, guys, to me, when I'm thinking of magic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Are you saying we've all gone in the same direction, Jim? <laughs> and Jim is giving and it. yours is completely the opposite. <laughs> I'm just saying that maybe Steve wasn't really looking for. Like that, I don't know, but I don't know. But it is—it's a more of a general thing, though, isn't it? It is it, that is a big important part of it, but also it's a kind of feeling and a kind of uh, you, you don't just want it to be kind of like um, friends. Yeah, well, but but no, what I mean is like you know, let's just make an effort on this day mm, in three mm. weeks or whatever, because hopefully you know it'll lead to this. It's kind of I guess you know it's the little things that you do during the day as well as the big gestures, and I guess um, that that sort of helps. That's I mean, a very good point. Yeah, I like well, I mean like um, psychologically, and it's a it's a really weird terminology for it, but a lot of people like. And don't take this out of context, guys. It's something called services rendered without asking. Uh-huh. So it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it's we were so, talking about it's that. It's so <laughs> easy to take this out of context. But it's basically when you do small things for your partner without them having to ask, just because you know they'd appreciate it. And yeah. it's the small things. But also, one of the most important things to remember, and if and we don't even know if Steve's relating this to you know, parenthood getting in the way of it or whatnot. But if if being a parent does, 
then always, always remember that you were a couple before you were parents. And it's always important to remember that and to pay attention to that because at the end of the day, Shay is always my number one person because we've we've been everything for each other way before we were parents. Um, it, it's, yeah. it is important to remember that as well and to, and yeah. to remember that you exist away from... The, yeah the purpose for have being parents as well you exist yeah. as real people we were gonna we, we decided to start off this day date thing like because we're both self-employed so we can both sort of move our work around and stuff and we thought uh last sort of autumn we thought well yeah let's just do once a month just do like on a day date you know yeah. get the kids off to nursery and school and we'll just go somewhere and be back for three o'clock obviously because we have to be <laughs> but um <laughs> but you know make the most of the day and we, we had a really great day we went to a place called hebden bridge which is a beautiful place in west yorkshire and then we locked down again so we couldn't do that again but you know, <laughs> you know what though, jim that sounds when br- that happens it sounds brilliant though absolutely brilliant i i i genuinely wish I could do some stuff like that with Shay. I mean, like, just, uh, like, if my boss ever listens to this, you know I don't mean it, but, like, you're both fob, <laughs> you're both fob off work for the day and you go and the two of you just go go out. You go have a nice breakfast somewhere. Then you go out and do something else or go for a bit of shopping and then go for a cup of coffee together and just do adult things together that doesn't involve having to be a parent and be involved in the minutia of life. It's just, you know, you get to just enjoy each other's company properly. And I think that's very important, Jim. And I like that. That's what I'm talking about with the date nights. I'm not yeah, yeah, just yeah. talking about getting your yeah, I'm talking about <laughs> <laughs> reminding yourselves that, you know, you are people, not just yeah. parents. Yeah. Because so, so much of parenting is sort of tag teaming childcare. And yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, right, yeah. they're yours now because I've got to go and do this. Especially yeah, yeah. in like normal times where, you know, we've got things to go and do. So uh you've got to have them then because I've got to go there. And then you can I'll have them then because you're going to that. And uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a point where they're both away. We could do this stuff together. Yeah. It'd be amazing. <laughs> so there you go, Steve. Uh there's a whole collection of ideas that might have been what you were talking about might not have been <laughs> I mean, Steve, also, Steve, about- Steve might have been actually be like no I want to hear about like Harry Houdini and uh, <laughs> yeah. what are you guys talking about man he might be going I want more of the sex stuff stop talking about pulling a rabbit over yeah no that's true yeah <laughs> but also though remember though like, I feel like you might have asked the question because the magic is all a bit tarnished because of lockdown and mm-hmm. don't forget that as well mate it's like yeah there are times when you were allowed to go on holiday together you were allowed to go out for breakfast Brad yeah. you know that will happen again mate yeah. it's just yeah. a matter of time pal um, Jack did you say enough about pulling the rabbit out of the hat <laughs> Did you say that? Yeah. Well, yeah, technically, though, that is sex stuff, isn't it? Rabbit? I've... I've... Oh, good grief. I I was going to say, I've never pulled a rabbit out of anything, and I do not call it a hat. (laughs) (laughs) I've I've never worn it. (laughs) It Stop it there, Jim. Stop it It seems wrong to end it on that note, but also right to end it on that note. And there we go, Steve. This has been an episode of Sex Education with the Loose Dads.
<laughs> this is Lou's Dads from Dadsnet. If you enjoyed what you heard, or if you were not so horrified by some of the things you heard that you want to listen again, please subscribe, follow, uh, give us a like, give us a review, give us five stars, send us money, send us flowers, send us holidays for when this is all over so we can mm. all go off on amazing romantic breaks and uh, send us babysitting that yeah. we can have for those yeah. few days. Yeah. Whatever, really. Uh, thank you very much to Sparky. Cheers, Jim. Thank you to Jack. Magic. Thank you very much, Brad. Thanks, guys. And thank you very much to Bill Gates for injecting my arm. This <laughs> is Loose Dads. Make sure you listen next week. Loose Dads, a Dadsnet original podcast. <laughs>